0: Hi and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brett Bow continue their discussion on the Augsburg Confession, speaking on
1: Article 11 on Confession and Absolution. Welcome to the Being Lutheran podcast. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe and I'm joined by... Pastor Jason Goodham. And no! no 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 we're we're missing uh we're missing Brian this episode. This is our our first time recording well, it's been a while since we have recorded a few episodes. Yeah, we still have some coming
0: down the pipeline, but yeah. this is our first time without Brian. Yes. You guys didn't know this. Brett and I got together on Brian's front lawn, and <laughs> I was holding a large boombox yes. over my head, oh, yes. begging him that's to come right. back. For for our Canadian listeners, that's a ghetto <laughs> blaster, by the way, but you know, awesome. John Cusack style. Yeah. But Brian uh, could not be convinced. Now, we're very happy yes. for this opportunity mm-hmm. in Brian's life, and he has has been uh, re-energized in ministry. Yes. Uh, And uh, for those of you who don't know Brian, Brian's a terrific pastor. Mm -hmm. And when he's able to pour his passions into ministry, good things happen. Mm -hmm. So our loss is Eastern South Dakota's gain. That's right. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you still heard Brian's voice. Yeah, right. uh, At the beginning of the podcast episode. He's like the...
1: I don't know, is he like a ghost figure he that's the, kind of hovering the, over the... <laughs> the ghost of Brian past. Yeah, right, yes. <laughs>
0: um, no, but Brian's right. still our producer. Yeah. Uh, he's still enabling us. He and right. his son are enabling us to put high-quality audio out. Yeah, we're, uh, we're
1: still in Brian's studio yeah. uh, today. Can't vouch for the content, but at least we can vouch for the quality. <laughs> uh, that's So that's right. where we're at.
0: Yeah, it's... Right. Um,
1: in some ways it feels like uh, going back to the beginning Because I, I think, was it the first 20 episodes? first 18 or so? to 20 18 episodes to were, were sans Brian Yeah, we were trying to figure out and, what we uh, were doing and, Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he came on and gave
0: us that third voice Yeah, and uh, yep. So for the time being, we're going to handle the next four on our own mm-hmm. And see what it looks like uh, We've discussed the possibility of bringing guest hosts yep. in uh, right. especially in areas of expertise on their part. So it'd yep. be kind of potential for a little bit of a mashup with the being Lutheran bonus episodes, with yeah. the
1: content. Absolutely. Uh,
0: but we're playing this by ear. Mm-hmm. So uh thank you for your patience and right. your
1: support. And and I would add too, provide feedback for us. Yeah. You know, if if you uh sense something that you you're wanting from us in this kind of new format or if you have ideas of of a third co-host that we could mix in you know we're we're all ears and we'd love to to hear what you'd have to say listener yeah the content is
0: going to stay the same but the the format doesn't need to except for uh our commitment to short form yeah Uh, i'm i'm mostly opposed to going anything over 25 minutes we want to kind of keep it to one commute per episode Yep. uh
1: Mowing your lawn, yeah, mow right. your lawn, whatever it is. Yeah, the, washing just, dishes.
0: To steal the Mike Rowe uh, <laughs> line, this is the podcast for curious listeners with a short attention span. Yeah, right. And since he went long form on us right. now, we, we can rob that from him. Yeah.
1: So. As you guys are all fulfilling your vocations, yeah, yeah, uh, doing listening as to you beam. are going, just like as the Great Commission. Uh, absolutely. Well, Jason, I think we should uh, get into today's content. We're we're still marching along uh, through the Augsburg. Confession. Yep. And uh, today we're on uh, Article 11 on uh, private confession and absolution. So, any intro- introductory comments from you as, as we start today before I actually read the this article? No, this is, you know, again,
0: I, we would take time to remind all of ourselves, if mm-hmm. you want a bad grammar, that there's a logical flow to what the original Lutherans, what Melanchthon and Luther and everyone was doing with the Augsburg Confession. It's it's just not like they stuck all the topics in a bingo barrel and mm-hmm. rolled it out and just drew it one at a time. Yeah. And so the content of the Augsburg Confession, Article 11, it flows from what we just talked about in the sacraments. Right. And, and that flows from the previous content. Yep. And all of it flows forward from Article 4 on justification. Mm-hmm. And so uh, while we're talking about private confession and absolution today, we're not talking about private confession and absolution in a vacuum
1: as if mm-hmm. it's not related to any other topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, I was thinking about this too, and and uh, just thinking that if if these guys had a website, you know, the those early Lutherans, this would be like the uh, what we believe section, yeah. uh, on their on their website, and just click through, and uh, you know, one builds on the another, another builds on another. Um, so yeah, uh, so I, I'm excited about this one today. Um, thinking about. Just uh, what's happened in in my life and, and thinking of others, too, and, and just the, the preciousness of the gospel applied um, in the midst of repentance and faith. And, it, you know, it touches on uh, the things that we've talked about on the podcast. I think... I think
0: this is an article that might catch people off guard Mm -hmm. with the potential for light bulb moments. Yeah. You know, most of where the Lutheran discussions happen on people's journey from, you know, one direction to another kind of happen either with justification, the big Mm -hmm. idea, or with the sacraments. Uh, But confession and absolution historically, especially recently, has been underutilized in the Lutheran Church. And this is just one of those Mm -hmm. things where if you hear what is being taught and you pull out those principles from Scripture, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, you know eye-opening of exactly how God's Word is intended to minister uh, to us regularly. Directly to us. Directly
1: to us. Yeah, Exactly. Good. Yep. Yep. So let's read the uh, article here. Uh, Article 11, Private Confession and Absolution, uh, or just confession, uh, like it says there. It says, our churches teach that private absolution should be retained in the churches, although listing all sins is not necessary for confession. For according to the psalm, it is impossible. Who can discern his errors? Psalm nineteen twelve. All right. That's, that's it. That's pretty, it. Straight yeah, pretty straightforward. Unlike the next one, which is a, a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, some
0: are longer, some are shorter. Uh, we're going to get to a section of the Augsburg Confession. Uh, yep. where we won't be able to read the articles yeah, in their right. entirety. That'll be the whole episode. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's the uh, the uh, narrative version of the Being right. Lutheran podcast. No, it's the, the more straightforward and simple, mm-hmm. the more it gives us opportunity to build on the principles being talked right. about, right? Instead of having to digest the content. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, the big point here that we have is that private confession and absolution mm-hmm is to be retained in the church. And Mm -hmm. and the verb there is necessary for us in English.
1: Is means is. Is means (laughs) is, right? No, it's private
0: confession, absolution, the grammar, you want to say are to mm-hmm. be retained in the church. But they're not two separate things. Good. Okay. Confession absolution is one thing. And the baseline principle behind confession absolution mm-hmm. is that confession is of no use mm-hmm. if it's not followed by forgiveness. Hmm. If it's not followed by the absolution, if it's not followed by the gospel, mm-hmm. there is no point to confession. And that is something We're going to have a lot of cultural interaction in the content of this. But uh, that is something that is completely radical and upside down for society Mm -hmm. today because confession uh, is advocated as a therapeutic exercise. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a a lot of—and especially, and we want to walk carefully here, but especially in areas of racism— Mm. Uh, you have entire groups of people confessing their racism without identifying their racism, mm-hmm. and it 's done as a therapeutic act rather than done to receive forgiveness to receive yeah. healing to receive yep. comfort
1: yeah that's good i it, that makes me think of you know those those days in the nineties when uh, I was coming into middle school high school and uh, I remember that a lot of people, kind of the buzzwords were, you know, be on fire for Christ. And mm-hmm. there's and, always fire. Yeah, in right. Nineties, nineties <laughs> Christianity. So, somebody's heart is burning <laughs> yeah. up. Yes, that's right. Uh, but I do remember that a lot of people talked quite often about just feeling convicted, mm-hmm. and the, and that was that. That was that. Like they would bring up something that they were struggling. You know, that was the other word. Struck. I'm struggling with this, or I feel convicted in this. But you're right. It, it almost feels like. Confession without the absolution—that the end goal was just to feel convicted about it—and um, really, the end goal was to work on it or to become better. And
0: well, and even now, I don't think the goal is necessarily to work on it or to mm-hmm. become better. It's just the act of identifying what, what's the phrase from that's I'm not okay, yeah. and that's okay. Oh, right. You know, what, <laughs> I can't remember where that's from off the top of my head, but that, yeah. it's the sort of thing that yeah. that there's there's value in that And and maybe there is and maybe there isn't. It's, it's, there's mm-hmm. two competing ideologies in the world today mm-hmm. that kind of drift away from this. So on the one, that the act of confession is in itself therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And we would reject that because it accomplishes nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether or not you admit a sin, you're a sinner, you're still a sinner. Mm-hmm. And if there is an atonement for those sins, I mean, if I tell you I'm a sinner or if I hide it from you, mm-hmm. it doesn't change the fact that I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. On the other hand... The act of acknowledging our sinfulness Mm -hmm. in society today is anathema. And Mm. I think we've talked about this progression uh, a couple of times in previous episodes, but it's worth bringing up again, uh, the way I teach this in my congregation, we have to understand that if there is some knowledge... Mm-hmm. Of an almighty all powerful God who also is angry at your sin, mm-hmm. the most nonsensical thing that you can do is confess your sins, admit mm-hmm. your wrongdoing uh, that that 's a death sentence mm-hmm. in, in fact you 're going to scramble. To do anything you can to cover up or distract others and particularly God from your sins and so you know if you acknowledge you're a sinner well you 're not as bad of a sinner as that guy mm-hmm. or uh, well I might be a sinner but i 'm sixty percent good and forty percent
1: sinful or you know sixty 80... for who and forty no just yeah <laughs> exactly it's it, it's those yeah.
0: sorts of things to the point that what 's happened in society now is that when it comes to things that are actually declared sin Sinful, as uh, in Scripture, mm-hmm. that society demands affirmation mm-hmm. and approval and mm-hmm. celebration of those things, yep. and and that also is counterintuitive to what's being talked about in this article, mm-hmm. because private confession absolution is admit admitting one that you're sinful yep. Yep. and
1: two that you're helpless to save yourself, right. Yep. And then comes the absolution. Yep. And I think one thing I'd add to that too is you know just the definition of to confess something is to agree with mm-hmm. you know to agree with God that what I've done in my life is what God says is sinful and to agree with God that my actual actions and my actual thoughts and my actual uh deeds are indeed sinful. Um and so I guess that that, that's powerful too to think of it that way that uh, God is, we're, we're agreeing with God in, in our sin.
0: Yeah. We're, yep. When you confess your sin, you're not providing new information to God. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, it's yeah. not, He's not like, whoa, I had no idea, right? Mm-hmm. He knows more than you know how mm-hmm. sinful you are. And in fact, I think, well, there's evidence in Scripture too. If we had a sense of how Actually, how <laughs> sinful we were, right. we would be completely undone. Yeah. You know, even if we recognize some of the more sinful things that we do and acknowledge it, uh, having our motivations mm-hmm. or our selfishness revealed to us, it would just crush us, yeah, right? Absolutely. But God knows. And, and it's a good way to look at confession that you're agreeing with God. Mm-hmm. You're All confessing is you're acknowledging God has said this about me right. and he's right. Right
1: you know, so, yeah, so that's why confession of sin, confession of faith, you know, we're agreeing that these things are true, so I, I suppose at this time we should probably actually get into the question of well, what what actually is private confession? And absolution. Yeah, so it's it's good to review this because part of why this needs to be introduced
0: in the church today is the American Christian <laughs> reflex of that's, that's too, too Catholic. Catholic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. too... We don't do confession and absolution because yeah. that sounds Catholic. Right. And and what we end up doing here, and, and to be fair on this, we've mm-hmm. spent a, a sizable portion of time on the content of our show, Mm -hmm. disagreeing with Roman Catholics. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the act of confessing Mm -hmm. and the act of publicly forgiving sins, Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily disagree so much with the Roman Catholics on this. There's some functional Mm -hmm. disagreements that we would have, but in the end, it's a necessary thing. And, And what we see in the American church, in the generic American church, is that you are rejecting something based out of form and function and mm-hmm. not out of content. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it comes around so that much of the content of generic American Christianity actually mirrors what Luther disagreed with about right. Roman Catholicism yes. <laughs> and what they're doing. It's is, ironic. Yeah. yeah. And, and where Lutherans say that's fine, like with the vestments or with the liturgy mm-hmm. or things like that, that's what the American church, no. Right. No, let's get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's this cognitive dissonance about private
1: confession and absolution because mm-hmm. it sounds sort of Catholic right and I think sometimes we cut ourselves off from blessings mm-hmm. by not wanting to be nuanced in these things, you know just to say just to label something as too Catholic and then you might be cutting yourself off from great blessing in you are you are cutting yourself mm-hmm. off from great blessing in, uh, in confession and absolution. And it's a good reminder
0: as we put ourselves back in the context of the Reformation Mm -hmm. that uh, Luther wasn't ever trying to create a new church. He Mm -hmm. was trying to reform the existing historical church. And and what that means for us today is that if something was anti-scriptural or sinful or unhealthy, the sale of indulgences, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in, in... in the article on the mass, which we just got done talking about, worshiping Mm -hmm. the elements or, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, those Luther rejected. If it wasn't harmful and if it was useful for the instruction of our faith and and it provided benefit for our comfort, Mm -hmm. Luther embraced it. He, he celebrated, he kept it. Uh, so it, the idea is that we're not brand new. Let's do something brand new Mm -hmm. is, is this consistent with scripture? Is it commanded by scripture? Is it, useful mm-hmm. that's kind of the baseline for everything we do as lutherans and we would at least hope so we haven't always been consistent with our own history either yeah, right uh but but that's what we're looking to so mm-hmm. in confession and absolution what is being talked about here mm-hmm. is it's a private matter so okay maybe we should pause i was with, gonna say we'll, uh, we'll go ahead yeah. big picture uh Lutherans are all about all kinds of confession and absolution. And in the divine service, mm-hmm. uh, there are multiple confessions and absolutions that you're done corporately. So there's the corporate confession of sins mm-hmm. and the corporate absolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's done in every time the gospel has been preached. Mm-hmm. Um, Every time law and gospel have been preached, there's been a confession of sins and an absolution for sins. Mm -hmm. It can happen musically. Some of the richest
1: songs can proclaim the gospel to us. Yeah. Uh, So, and I think to stop you there for a moment because I think you know for those listening that are a little bit like looking shifty eyes sideways at us right now, uh, what we are saying is. Especially the absolution part, it's it's just another giving of the gospel. Yeah. It's another giving
0: of the gospel, and, and I think that's a really great point. So, absolution is just the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. And, and this is one of our foundational principles of the Lutheran church, is that the gospel is the forgiveness of sins, mm-hmm. right? So, the gospel has a specific content, and it performs a specific action. So, mm-hmm. the, the gospel, the way I define it, Jesus Christ on the cross in your place for the forgiveness of your sins. Amen. But when the gospel is preached, your sins are actually forgiven. Yes. yes. You know, we're not talking about the gospel. We're not offering a potentiality. Mm-hmm. It's that the gospel is preached, and when the gospel is apprehended yep. by faith,
1: sins are forgiven. Yep. And, and that's why we can say, like hypothetically, when somebody's preaching the gospel and somebody's sitting up in the the balcony section that their, their sins are forgiven right then and there as the gospel is mm-hmm. being proclaimed and received uh, by that person.
0: And we would remember, and, and this is important for our history coming out yes. of
1: Norwegian yep.
0: pietism mm-hmm. is this has been kind of a controversial thing, right? There is a fear in the preaching of the doctrine of absolution that we're going to end up comforting someone in their sins. Mm-hmm. There might be a, uh, a point where someone receives false comfort for their sins, but we would have to acknowledge that the gospel at no point ever forgives unrepentant sins. Mm. That's not the gospel. Yeah. And simply because a doctrine is abused or
1: misunderstood right. doesn't change the nature of the truth of the doctrine. Yep. Yep. Amen. Thanks for saying that. That's that's so good. And uh, I hope some of our, our listeners, especially in our our fellowship, uh, will will hear us on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because this is a it's a great blessing. Uh, we want to be preachers of the gospel, and we want to see people uh, have the gospel applied to them. Yeah, we want, we want to be preachers
0: of the gospel and we want to be truth tellers. Mm-hmm. And the two aren't mutually exclusive. In fact, right. they go hand to hand quite yep. nicely. You know, there are some nonsensical phrases that have crept into American Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of them is cheap grace. Okay, There's no such thing as cheap grace. For something to actually be grace from God, it's not cheap mm-hmm. at all. It, it, in fact, God's grace cost him The death of his son. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another one is dead orthodoxy. Mm -hmm. If something is truly orthodox, it can't be dead. Mm -hmm. You know, now the the, oxymoron. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oxymoronic. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's
0: oxymoronic, but it's also not true. Right. You know, so we want to acknowledge that. So all of that swirling around, we're going to land the plane right here before Mm -hmm. the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about in the content of this article Mm -hmm. is private confession and okay. absolution okay yeah. so corporate confession and absolution those will fall under That's the doctrine a di- of justification yep. uh, the the functions of the church the office of the ministry things like that mm-hmm. private in confession and absolution is the individual confession of sins mm-hmm. from one christian to another generally from a lay person to a pastor but not exclusively it can mm-hmm. be done horizontally yeah. to lay people two lay yeah. people you know uh but where one Christian, because of a pricked conscience, confesses the sin that is burdening them to another Christian. The Christian who is the confessor mm-hmm. hears that confession, sometimes provides counsel. Uh, because of the nature of a, perhaps an ongoing or habitual sin, but in the end forgives those sins in the name and in the stead of Jesus Christ. Mm, amen. And that's what individual forgive, confession yeah. absolution is. And, and where we're going to start the episode next week mm-hmm. is with the big evangelical objection to that, how can an individual forgive sins? <laughs> Only God can forgive sins, yeah. and that'll be our starting point for next week episode. All right,
1: Amen. That's a, that's a good cliffhanger right there. Yeah.
0: Dun dun yeah. dun! Tune in next week to find out how you can forgive yes. sins. You know?
1: Oh, ooh. yes, good, very, very good. Well, uh, maybe that's a good place to end this episode here. Any any closing thoughts uh, as we as you leave them with that that cliffhanger, or uh, maybe just uh, do you have a quick? personal story of confession and abs- private confession absolution as we end today's episode? I know
0: that I have a personal story. I will say, if you've never done this before, but mm-hmm. now you start your, to feel yourself needing this mm. or, or sensitive to the topic, if you are right now individually burdened by a sin or sins in your life, mm-hmm. go to your pastor Ask him if he's open to doing private confession and absolution. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a pastor you're comfortable doing that with, go to a trusted brother or sister in Christ. Mm-hmm. Have them do that. If you don't have a trusted brother or sister in Christ, reach out to Brett or myself. Mm-hmm. Go to our website, find yep. the contact form, reach out to us. Uh, the happiest thing that I can do <laughs> as a pastor is to provide the comfort of yeah. the gospel in forgiving yeah. sins. Yep. Amen. Uh, and, and this is something, if you've never done it, yep. highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I highly recommend making this practice a regular thing, especially Mm -hmm. in uh, your relationship with your pastor. Uh, it, It has become... The main feature of the discipleship mm-hmm. that I do as a pastor yeah, in my personally. congregation. So yep. anyone who meets with me as a pastor, I require them to do this once, just so that they are familiar with the experience. Mm-hmm. And almost
1: always, it becomes the main focus of my continued meeting with mm, them. That's awesome. And, and I'll I'll add that my my personal story is I think the first time that that I ever did this was with you. Uh, you were yep. the one that uh, provided the the confession and absolution. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, it was a great experience and, uh, not, I'm, I'm not going to say like the, the skies opened up and yeah. the, the angels oh. were singing, <laughs> uh, but I, I really appreciated that. So I thank you for that and, yeah. and, uh, echo your words there. So, um, so yeah, so tune in next time to, uh, the ongoing discussion and, and come back for the answer to the cliffhanger. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to
0: check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please tune in next week as Pastor Brett and Pastor Jason continue their discussion on Article 11 of the Augsburg Confession. Confession. God bless you and have a great week.